Dirty mouth. Clean it up with Orbit gum. Orbit, the fresh maker. That was it, right? I think we're on. I think we're on. I think that's it. Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. Thank you, Orbit Gum, for the new sponsorship. <laughs> yes, thank you, Orbit Gum, no. for giving me the opportunity to chew obnoxiously <laughs> again, yet again, yet on again. another podcast. Thank you. You loved it. That's why you hit us up. Yeah, and I'm sure nothing goes better with Orbit Gum than a nice Dunkin' Dunk. Donuts black coffee and espresso. Yeah. It's uh, not an Americana, which is just an espresso with water, right? Yeah, but the thing about Americanas is like... Is that I, what they're called, or is it American? Americano. Or? Okay, Americano. Americano. Americana is a folksy type of uh, music genre. Okay. That you may see every thir- every first Thursday at Canton's Waterfront. But <laughs> Americano is literally just a shot of espresso with water, which I actually... My brother always complains about this, and he has a good point. That's just coffee. Yeah, pretty much. Like, espresso is just super strong coffee, like in a, in a like compact form right i think so and so then you just dilute it which is what regular coffee is normal amount of water or is espresso a different type of bean i don't think so dude i don't know either that might be something googleable but we'll save that for after yeah. the cast. <laughs> you guys need to know this <laughs> i'm sure we're the only two people that don't know this or i just like, I know. everyone idiots, else dude. is like screaming like, of course you don't know you idiots <laughs> Mm. Uh. <laughs> yeah, dude. I needed this coffee. Daylight savings time is fucking. Dude, it fucked me up that night when it happened too, because uh, it like it threw my schedule off in my head. Cause, that was like, the night of the wedding, right? It was the night of the wedding. Uh, you guys, you know, you went to my brother's friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. You played the music, um, and even throwing a little DJing pro bono. <laughs> that was unreal, dude. That was uh, you didn't get to witness that, but that was that was ridiculous. I really, <laughs> I really thought because when she first hired me, she was like, you know, obviously she wanted to book us as a band, and it's like a it's like a relatively small venue, not a small venue, but it's like in the middle of a lot of other things, right in like Woodbury, Woodbury, yeah. and um, so they have like certain noise restrictions, and I think there's like resident residential buildings in there too. So, like, we couldn't bring the full drum kit. Uh-huh. So, basically, the option of being, like, their actual wedding band was off the table. Um, but we got to do, like, the acoustic thing, which is, like, whatever. John played the cajon, and we played during the dinner hour, and that was cool. But then she was like, you know, could you do, like, could you also, like, do, like, a DJ set after? And I was just like, ah, oh, man, I guess. But, like, I don't know how to do that. Because it really is, it's so different. And I learned this. I, I just thought, like, I'll just throw on... Pandora, just like typical stuff that I feel like people like, like 90s pop, 2000s punk, pop punk or whatever. Mm. And then I found a sleeper cell wedding DJ radio, Ooh. which that was perfect. I was like, this is exactly what I need. <laughs> wedding DJ radio Pandora. <laughs> and so I tossed How did it. No, <laughs> dude, I tossed this on and like Pandora. I OK, so I might be one of the last 14 people on planet Earth that has a Pandora one. subscription. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I actually do prefer Pandora to Spotify in terms of its algorithm for listening. I understand Spotify is obviously way better for like finding music and cre- and creating playlists and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. I don't like Spotify's algorithm. I feel like it's not as good as like finding like re- related songs that I would also like. Pandora is good for that. And so I got the Pandora one thing, so I get more skips and no ads because I use it a lot when I play between sets at gigs. I can't have fucking ads, especially you know when you're DJing a wedding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pandora. <laughs> it's just like it's just not a good look. 
But this particular night, for the first time in a long time, Pandora really dropped the ball. Mm. It just was, it, it just, I was just so hoping that I could just finish playing and start drinking. Not that I hadn't already started drinking when I was playing, but like start drinking, drinking. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and Pandora was just playing like all kinds of like slow. Now, granted, I had it on shuffle between those three radio stations, Nani's Pop and like Wedding DJ and whatever. And uh, they, it was just playing like all the slowest 90s pop. And then, and then it played, uh, and then so the girl came up to me and she was like, hey, can you maybe play um, something a little bit more like upbeat? And I was like, sure. So I just went up and pressed skip. And the next song that came on was Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. Ooh. And she just looked at me from the crowd and was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. And that's when it really hit me that like, um, first of all, as a musician, as a professional musician, I feel like people who play live music have a certain um, chip on our shoulder as it comes to DJs. Because mm-hmm. in a lot of people's minds, uh, you know, you, you really look at it and you're just like, oh, you're just pr- pressing play. Which it, for a lot of DJs is true. If you see like a shitty DJ at like Rec Room in Towson, that kind of is what he's doing. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like, you know, if you go see Tiesto, he's doing way more. You know, but also I've heard when I was talking to um certain people that would know more than me, like there's like videos of Marshmallow, who I just found out apparently nobody knows who he actually is. Oh, which I, is like I, guess. I heard from someone that he's just like some DJ. Like he's like he mm-hmm. was semi-famous, but once he like created that character, like that character blew up. Yeah, that's what I heard. And when they when they said the name that they thought it might be, I didn't realize it was like a secret identity type thing. Yeah. It was. And then I was like, oh, I didn't even care in the first place. Yeah, exactly. But now I I didn't know who he was just because I didn't know who the fuck he was. But there's a video of him up on stage at some, like, huge festival, like, and the music's playing, and, like, he's basically pretending, and it has, like, a backstage view, and it's just him (laughs) pretending to, like, do shit. And I was like, god damn it. See, that's, that's what gives DJs a bad rap, is when you just are literally pressing play and like holding one headphone up to your ear and with the other arm is like fucking bopping up and down. Dude, and you needed just, those headphones though. Yeah, I guess, dude. What are you fucking using the headphones for? I don't know. You got speakers. You could have heard slide before it came on. <laughs> That's true. That's quick, true. Real quick. But the other thing that hit me was like, damn, the songs that kill when a band plays it, totally different than the songs that kill when a DJ plays it. Mm-hmm. Dude, if I'm at the point and I play slide, people get fucking going, dude. But like, if slide just comes on on Pandora, no people yeah, aren't really. The studio dumb. session wasn't meant to be played for a live audience. Exactly, exactly. It's a different thing. So um, at that point, I had to revert. I had to resort to Plan B, which was actually attempting to DJ the wedding on YouTube, the old two tab DJ technique. Yeah, DJ YouTube. That was yeah. my stage <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> and I googled just best top one hundred dance songs, and uh, Google really came through. We were killing it. John and Joe and I were just sitting up there drinking. I had pretend headphones on, pretending <laughs> to fucking do the thing, and just we were we were playing music, and it 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 worked out. It was cool. Hell yeah! But um, long story. Sh- well, the the story's already been long, so I can't even say long story short. And it's not even over yet. We still have to get to daylight savings <laughs> yeah, again. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, that leads me to the point of what the fuck I started talking about, which is daylight savings time. I got so drunk after that wedding. First of all, I did a very adult move, and I asked you to drive me home, uh-huh. which I was so proud of myself the next day. Yeah, dude. I that was, was like, a good dude, call. that was so mature. 
I was drinking old fashions. You gotta be mature. When you're you know. getting old fashioned. But then I got in an Orient. I remember when I <laughs> when I first got to the wedding, John, Joe, and I were sitting there, and I like do what I do when I go into any public place, which is just like scope out the girls and just do a little <laughs> internal power ranking in my mind of who the hottest <laughs> girls are. And I was like looking around, and I was like, blonde green dress, number one. That chick with the purple and red, number two. And then redhead chick in the black dress, number three. And then we all agreed. And then um, later on that night, I wound up. We wound up getting in a in a heated argument with that chick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I wasn't at the wedding, but it was in Hamden, and I did Zissimos, and Jimmy and Alex were like, "Come to Blue Pit." So I was like, "All right, cool." Went down the street to Blue Pit, met up with the whole like you know wedding friends party, and. Said what's up to like all of his buddies, Alex Deed, Austin, um, so Allie there and like all his buddies from high school and beyond. Beyond. Um, and then, yeah, like met up with you and that was good because we were both like perfect. Yes. Someone the same age. Exactly. Don't feel weird talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, much needed. Much needed. Uh, and we were like hanging out in a circle with my brother and this like one girl number three number three as you ranked her the bronze medalist (laughs) (laughs) um she just kept like you know anytime she talked like in any sentence she said she would just reference that she was a professional yada yada and worked Mm -hmm. on broadway in london well she started off earlier at blue pip right before you got there the first thing she said to me was like um, if you're a DJ, you're not supposed to skip a song or something like that. And I was like, well, I'm not a DJ. And yeah. so I did skip a song. Like, <laughs> I, what do you want me to say? I'm not a fucking DJ. I made that apparent to everyone. And, uh, so she was already on my list, you know, she was already yeah. a little bit on my list. She was on the list. And then it was like a thing where I was just keeping a tally in my head. <laughs> and like when it finally got to 10, I'd be like, Hey, you guys want to go outside for a second? All right, cool. <laughs> and we'd get a little break. Um, but yeah, it was like a whole thing. I don't remember night. what it was about. I remember I think she making like fun of her may have just got too drunk or something. But like, no, she was cool actually. Yeah, she was friendly. But uh, I remember at one point I literally said, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> <laughs> it was friendly. <laughs> oh yeah, it was friendly. It was a friendly. I fucking hate you. But, like, but I feel yeah, like laugh. it got to a point where like. You know, she was like dissing you for DJing. She kept saying Alex D couldn't dance and like the all hater. this dumb stuff. And then, yeah, so, you know, you got to react to a hater. We we started hating on her. Yeah. I think it was all in good fun. It was all in good um, fun. I thought about the next day like, and I was like, that's always been my biggest problem, dude. If I was like a regular, normal dude, I would have like, I feel like most dudes, like with an attractive girl, would have like tried to like, shoot their shot a little bit but instead for for me and our friend group it's always been like laughs over ass dude and so <laughs> instead of anybody trying to do anything we just fucking just got in an argument that's the opposite <laughs> of what you're supposed to do with a girl at a bar you're not supposed to like Pretty get much. in a full-fledged argument i've gotten in three full-fledged arguments with girls at bars <laughs> in like the past year <laughs> it, i don't think it was like a full-fledged argument but it was just a thing where like she just kept like being a bitch mm-hmm. and like 
you know, I don't mean that in the worst way, but yeah, she's, she's she was she's being, being bitchy. Bitch. She was being bitchy. She might have not been a bitch. Yeah, exactly. She was acting like one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just kept making, you know, undercover remarks, being like, "Oh, cool," you know. Dude, you were frying her. I know. You were frying. I was frying her. her. You like put the fucking comedian jacket on and just <laughs> <laughs> roast battle. Fucking had a crying in the corner, dude. Well, it's like a thing that's. Uh, I didn't like roast her. I, I kind of roasted her, but it like in the way that like I let her do most of the talking and then just threw fucking yeah. little sniper jokes in as yeah. tags at the end mm-hmm. of whatever she was saying. Mm-hmm. And then after that. She just kept saying, literally to my face, you're my enemy. <laughs> you're yeah. my enemy. Yeah. And then my brother would be like, no, he's nice. He's a comedian. <laughs> she was like, he's my enemy. And actually, I'm hilarious. I'm very funny. I'm a funny person. I don't think he's funny. It's like, oh, really? You got <laughs> humor and humility? Great. You're fucking perfect. <laughs> I was off, way, off, uh, off Broadway in London or just like dumb shit like that. And... Yeah. uh yeah, it was weird. I'm actually going to double back on what I previously said, which is that, like, we did, like, I guess, well, you're, I'm the only one in this conversation that's single. So I guess for me, it wouldn't have matter what you did, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, for me, it's like if I would have, like, tried more to shoot my shot. But I almost feel like with a girl like that, in my experience, in my experience, those types of chicks, I feel like that was shooting our shot in a weird way. Like, I feel like the fact that we, like, pushed back and, like, gave her kind of a hard time as she was giving us a hard time is kind of, like, I could be wrong. I could have been very drunk. but oh, I, woke dude, up I was wingmanning for you hard. I woke up the next morning being like, you know, I don't think that sealing that deal would have been out of the question. <laughs> I really don't think it would have been. I really don't think it would have been. I think if, like, you know, if I could have driven my own car, the night could have gone differently. I hope she hears this. Let me know if I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for everything we said. And also sorry for ranking you number three. <laughs> <laughs> you are the only girl who talked to me that night. You're number one now. Thank you. Dude, I hope this gets to her in time. But more importantly, as we've been trying to say. Daylight, daylight savings saving time, time fucked us up. I didn't realize it was that night because somebody was... We I, were I, at the bar. I was literally happened. sitting there and like in my head, I was like, oh, okay, it's one o'clock. Like, you know, we're probably here for another hour at most. Um, this won't get too heated. <laughs> <laughs> this is before all of the blow-ups. That's what Ben Franklin stepped in and said, no, you got another hour Dude, of yeah, burning like, down in flames. Literally, 1.30 happened, and I was like, no last call? That's weird. Or I guess, like, you know, there's a big group here. Maybe they just want to stay open as long as they can and just mm-hmm. get money. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, whatever. Then, like, a 1.59, I'm looking at my clock, and then all of a sudden, I like put it away, look back at it, and it's like 101 again. I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on? And then instantly, I was like, ah, oh, daylight savings. And I was standing next to you, and I was like, dude, tonight is daylight savings. And then you're like, woo. <laughs> I don't think that was the exact quote, but you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. And everyone was like, hell yeah. Love daylight savings sign, dude. But <laughs> I see it didn't register in my mind because I read like somewhere that it was like, turn your clocks back Sunday at 2 a.m. 
I forgot that like technically Saturday night 2 a.m. is Sunday 2 a.m. So I thought exactly. I thought a that it was a day later, and b that that meant I was gonna have to play an extra hour at the horse on Sunday <laughs> night, which I was like, no. <laughs> I've been be dre- fucking crazy. <laughs> I've been dreading this all week. I actually remember. I but also, feel, it's 2 a.m., so, like, well, I, uh, yeah, you played bad about 30, right? Yeah, but a lot of bars, and I, I I was talking to um Frazier about this at the at Alex's Halloween shindig, mm-hmm. and uh, they do first and second last call. So, on that night, you get to 1.30, which, in the state of Maryland, you have to have all alcohol out of people's hands and off the floor by 2 a.m. And so, what most bars do is they do last call at 1.30, so that people have 30 minutes to drink their last drink, mm-hmm. which is understandable. But technically, you don't have to do that. That's just, like, customary. Otherwise, you'd have to just fucking basically at 2 a.m. just take people's drinks out of their fucking hands. Yeah. Um, but the bars that are more strict, and I think um, the horse definitely does this, they'll do, like, a, a, a last call at the first 1.30, and then people just have to not be allowed to buy drinks for 30 minutes. And then when the clock strikes two, it becomes one again. And now you can drink again for another 30 minutes. Ah. So it's like you have first last call and then for, it's just and then and then you have second last call, which is the real last call. Interesting. But last year, I felt like kind of a dick about this. I was drunk and not thinking about it. I was just making up being funny, really. Um, but this guy, Ed Lauer, who's like a Fells Point legend musician, talked about him before. He was playing Saturday Night at the Horse after I had just gotten done, and I was just in the crowd, just drunk with Mike and stuff. And it got to one third. It got to like one twenty-five, and he was like, "All right, guys, I got one more song." And I was like, "This is like Daylight Savings Time last year." And I was like, "Nah, bro, you got another hour, son. Daylight Savings Time." And he hadn't even thought about it, and then oh, he shit. realized I was right, and then the manager realized I was right, and he had to play another hour. Oh no! <laughs> damn. And that was just me drunkenly joking from God the crowd. Damn. I was like, "Oh no, dude! Oh no!" <laughs> that's gonna come back, dude. Mm. Yeah, that's why I thought karma got me this year, but it didn't. I alluded last call, extra hour shift once again. But no, nah, dude, it's like Final Destination. It's always coming. It's for gonna, you. it's gonna get me. It's one gonna of these get you. Shit. It's gonna get me one. Of these it's gonna days. get you spring forward, but then like, <laughs> gonna be late to a gig or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is just one fact, and the I, honestly, this is the real reason I brought up daylight savings time, thirty-five fucking minutes ago, is the common misconception about daylight savings time is that people get mad when we turn the clocks back. Normally, people don't get too annoyed when we turn the clocks forward in the spring because the days get longer, sun doesn't go down until like fucking eight thirty p.m. Everybody's happy. But everybody gets real fucking bummed in the fall when it gets starts getting dark at five PM like it is right yeah, now. And then you lose an hour of yeah. daylight. And um but the misconception is that we are in daylight savings time right now. We're not. This is actually the regular time. Interesting. Summer is fake time. So this is daylight time? This is this is just time. Okay. Real time. And so when people complain about the clocks turning back, it's like, dude, don't. People are like, why do we even do daylight savings time? It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's so stupid. It's like, dude, that it would be this. It w- it would be getting dark at 5 p.m. if we were on regular time. This is regular time. Summer is fake. You're enjoying fake time in the summer. So I just I just thought that's something that I just found out like a year ago. But um. I think more people need to know it. So you can yeah. shut the fuck up on my news feed. Honestly. <laughs> 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 All 
I wanted to make a status you. about it. And then thank I was you like, for holding on to that for a full year. I am. I am. <laughs> Waited for the right time to bring it out. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why we time. had to do it today, Wednesday. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait another fucking day. People aren't going to care about the LA Savings time on Thursday. We're too used to it. We'll be over it. Just like every year. You get fucking over it. I, in a weird way, actually, there's like, I kind of like it and then I kind of don't like I, I don't like it, obviously, in the way that it just makes it feel so much later. Like, I was, on Monday night, which is, like, the second full day of it mm-hmm. that I wasn't, like, playing and stuff, so I actually could pay attention to it. I was off all day. Dude, 9 p.m., I thought it was, like, midnight. Dude, for real. I was like, dude, what do you mean? I, I like, went to bed at 11. I never go to bed at 11, dude. <laughs> never. I usually, go to, I usually go to bed sometime between 1.30 and 2 and don't even fall asleep until 3 because I just watch TV or fuck around on my phone and stuff. Chromecast porn. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Chromecast porn. <laughs> so that's a that's a mission in and of itself. When you're trying to like use the TV keyboard, like locating letters, you're like, dude, browsing is just a whole new chore. Dude. <laughs> it's tough. That takes a while. Um, but uh, yeah, that so that sucks. But also, I kind of like it. It's not. I kind of don't mind when it gets dark early. It's kind of like what really solidifies that like fall feeling in your mind. You're like, okay, we're really in it now. This is it. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Every time it happens, I'm like, yeah, I don't deserve that extra light. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, yeah, this is what fucking life is about. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking losing shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, the problem is, is I've discussed this with Lucas, and like, if you work like a regular nine to five, you get out of work. It's, it's fucking dark. dark. That sucks. sucks. That sucks. Dude, it's awful. That, even school was like that. Like especially you if you get p- off in the dark, and then you're like, I gotta drive home in, at night, and then it's weird because you're like in traffic at night, which usually is not bad, and then mm-hmm. you're in fucking rush hour. Mm-hmm. So now it's night during rush hour. Yeah, yeah. And then even in school, like playing sports and stuff like that, we get to we get to Towson High. First of all, I I still to this day cannot believe there was ever a period of time in my life when I consistently kind of made it to a place every morning at 7.50 in the morning. For real, right? I can't believe that. I, the wild. amount of jobs that I've gotten fired for for being late and the fact that I made it through 12 years of school <laughs> being, I guess, like not that late. Yeah. Like I wasn't that late. I would I would get in there like a couple minutes after the bell most mm-hmm. days. But like, it's homeroom, dude. Who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah. What really fucked me is when they switched. Remember when they switched it? Because it used to be first period and then you'd have homeroom and then i think they switched it later in high school and made it so it's like homeroom for 10 minutes and then first period yeah and when that happened i was like oh great i got another 10 minutes to get to school what is the point of fucking homeroom dude uh wasn't lucas mosca on the morning announcements i don't know i feel like he oh you know what he i think he did like a couple segments or something like that that's so weird I always forget that we had like TV announcements. Those were cool. It was cool, but like, I feel like he was the only person I ever recognized on it. Yeah, I remember um, there was like a couple like dudes that were seniors when we were freshmen that were like good at it, and I was like, these guys are so cool. <laughs> I think I was only on the announcements twice. I think I did um, no three times because it was after I won the overly. It was after like we all went to states, and then they brought up all the state qualifier wrestlers. 
And then, but that wasn't like me talking or anything. I just kind of stood there and looked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then um, with Mr. Baraki talking. Damn, did they make you all get in your wrestling costumes? <laughs> <laughs> wrestling costumes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, and then, and then um, the other time was when I sang on the announcements in 10th grade. For I don't even know why I did that. Uh, for no apparent reason. That was the the stepping stone to you being on ABC Two News. That dude. was that was my first experience. I remember, I remember that was such a weird day because I got there and I was like semi nervous because at that point in my life, like I had performed, but I wasn't used to performing that much. So it was like I would still get like the jitters before doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sang the whole fucking song, and then at the end of it, they were like, "All right, rolling in three two, one, you're good. And I was like, I just sang the whole song. We talk, <laughs> why did you make me do that? <laughs> so I had to fucking do it again. Oh my just God. back to back, same song. I was like, wow, this is a tight ship you're running over here at Towson High School why'd they morning make you, announcements. And then did you play the whole song on the announcements? I think they cut me off like after this first verse. I think I played for like a minute and a half. Why the fuck would they make you do the whole thing before then? I don't know. That's I think so they I weird. think they were like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that day make I was you play the song to make sure you didn't say anything <laughs> fucked up. <in> it. <laughs> exactly, dude. That neck that whole day Jeez. I remember that was like my, my celebrity day at Towson High School. I was like the god of Towson High School. I was like, yes. And the next day it was all fucking over. I was uh, that was the first day when Danielle actually gave me like a like a like a wink and a nod like a metaphorical Ooh. wink and a nod like she didn't actually give you one she but. didn't give me a literal wink and a nod because <laughs> that's just a, I feel like that's an antiquated gesture and weird if I saw a girl do that to me but um it was the first time that I put two and two together that I was like oh wow you really can maybe get asked for music that was my first experience with that dude <laughs> I didn't but metaphorically. <laughs> Metaphorically, I, I thought knew that about I it could, a lot. Maybe. I thought about it a ton, dude. I was like, dude, I should play music. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Yeah, those were the fucking days. And then the third time was uh, I played the love doctor in some skit, and I don't even know what the skit was about. But uh, for the morning announcements. The morning announcements. Yeah. Damn. I was on there, and I think Lucas Mosca in character. In character, I had like a doctor outfit on, <laughs> and I was like prescribing people stuff for their relationship. I was like, "Ooh, sweet!" Coming from a guy who hadn't even kissed a girl at that point, <laughs> the expert, <laughs> the expert. <laughs> I can tell you how to <laughs> de-escalate your relationship. <laughs> Argue with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Did you actually wind up doing anything at all for Halloween besides, like, the comedy show? No, I did the comedy show on Halloween, and then on Friday, Beth had a Halloween party that me and Elizabeth went to. That was pretty fun. See, that threw me for a loop, the fact that people... Did it the weekend before, right? Well, I that's what I expected, because in my experience... It has always been such that Halloween, when it falls on a, a non-typical like going out day, like if it's a Wednesday or something like that, mm-hmm. generally, like for instance, last year, I think it was on a Wednesday. And last year, um, I remember everybody went out on Friday and Saturday before. The Sunday through Tuesday, nothing happened. 
Like people just forgot it was Halloween. And then Wednesday, it was okay. Yeah. Like Wednesday was like okay. It wasn't like a big night though. And then the weekend after, we had already moved on. It was nobody was going out and Halloween was over. So I thought that maybe I I had always been under the (coughs) belief that once October 31st passes, Halloween's over. Pretty much. That's, yeah. Like I didn't think, I didn't expect that people would actually dress up on November 1st and November 2nd, which is Friday and Saturday this year. But also, I was also thinking, like, dude, Thursday's already a big going out night. Like, that's one of the, my favorite nights to do stuff. I love Thursdays because it's the perfect amount of, like, it. there's something going on, but it's not too much going on. Yeah. You know, where I can actually go to a bar and enjoy myself and not be the only one there, but also not not be able to move. You know, Thursday's perfect for that. Um, so I thought, ooh, Halloween's falling on a fucking Thursday. Perfect. That's going to be it. People are going to go out Thursday. It's going to be fucking sweet, and then it's going to be over. But now I'm wondering, just now I'm wondering, do you think that maybe the reason why people went out the weekend after could have been having to do something with the fact that it rained so much on actual Halloween that people didn't actually get to go out like myself? Maybe. I think I think could be possible. Rain, it like, could be regional. Yeah. I think it postponed Halloween. I do wonder if everybody got their fill on the actual Halloween Thursday, if there would have been as much enthusiasm for it over the weekend. Something to look into. Something we'll look at the data. Yeah, we'll look at the stats. Where yeah. did it rain gonna, versus how many people dressed up? We need so those. After the podcast, we're gonna look up how is espresso made, <laughs> and or is it and already its own rain thing? map data? <laughs> rain and map also data. Also, Facebook events to cross examine the information <laughs> to see. You know, if yeah. high density of rain equals high post-Halloween weekend party invites. I would like to, if I were still in school of any type, that would be like my fucking thesis paper. If I knew how to use Excel, <laughs> I may do that if I'm bored one day. <laughs> All I know is next year we don't need to worry about it because next year I Halloween's saw... Friday, right? Yeah, Halloween Saturday. Ooh. Halloween is fucking Saturday. Which means Thursday, year, Friday. Dude. Thursday and Friday are going to be fucking awesome. And then Saturday is going to be fucking lit as fuck. That's going to be awesome. Next year, Halloween is going to be a great time. I'm already looking forward to it. I'm going to be fucking 28 years old. So I'm not going to have a good time. But <laughs> <laughs> I am going to have a good time. Nah, dude. Once you're 28, next year when we're both 28, then we celebrate Day of the Dead. True. November 1st. Oh, maybe that's what which is a Sunday. Sunday, day of the dead. I'll be playing at the horse. If I'm still playing at the horse next year on Sunday nights, <laughs> it is going to be the day of the dead. I will kill myself on stage. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I saw some um, tweet or something like that that was kind of like memed out and shared around on various social media outlets, and uh, it was saying like Halloween's on a Saturday, Fourth of July's on a Saturday. Uh, Christmas and New Year's are on Fridays, uh, like, and then it said 420 is basically the whole month, and I didn't get that one until John mentioned it the next day, and he was like, dude, yeah, 420 is the whole month, and I realized it's going to be April 2020, so it's going to be the whole month, dude. That's that's math humor. That is sweet, <laughs> though. Like, 2020 is a popping-ass year now that I'm thinking about it. Everyone's going to get too high, and then they won't be able to vote. Even in November. <laughs> Even in November. Even in November. They're still going to be too high. Dude, 4th of July on a, fr- on a Saturday is a sleeper cell big one. Because 
People generally don't have off of work the next day, so a lot of Fourth of July parties are foiled by the fact that everybody has to go to work the next day. But that's also, not the case. This let year. me say this: with all of the holidays on either Friday or a weekend, next year is going to suck for days off. True. Yeah. Didn't think about that. Next year is going to suck for days off. Damn. Dude, next year is going to be all work and basically no play. Well, we're gonna be playing, but we're, we're gonna, gonna be playing, playing on days we already would be playing. Exactly. So they're they're getting it over on us, dude. Mm. They're using these memes to get over on us. <laughs> Trying to trick us, dude. Memes and we'll be too high to put two and two together exactly. after April. <laughs> we're never gonna April, fucking know. All the fake news becomes real. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be like, wait a second, wait a second. Weren't we supposed to have off on Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, when's election day again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it already happened. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we have a puppet government installed. Great. <laughs> Damn, dude. We, we all got too that, high. Dude. We already have that. Don't get too crazy. Ooh, true conspiracy corner. <laughs> dude, I haven't been up on too many conspiracies lately. I've been honestly... I need to get in on it. I think I've kind of... After I got back from LA, I just had like... Whenever I go on a trip, I just... Because normally I watch the news like every day. But when I go on a trip, I just don't. I don't pay attention to my phone, really, at all. I don't pay attention mm-hmm. to anything. I just kind of just do whatever. And um, it's it's easy once you take a break for a certain period of time to not get back in that habit. And uh, I've been way less on top of my game when it comes to, like, news and conspiracies and stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm still watching a couple videos a day just because I don't know. What, I literally don't know what else to do just in my free time. Just to be alive. <laughs> just to be Like, I got to do something. But, like... Yeah, I'm not really on. T- I I know that the Epstein didn't kill himself meme is is really popping off. Yeah, but I don't like that because I feel like it's gonna be like moved so much into a joke territory that people don't take it seriously, or they'll people will push that you shouldn't take it so seriously because it's a joke. Yes, and and that's exactly um, the thought that crossed my mind there because there's pros and cons to it. The pro of it is is that. In so many people are sharing that, like in meme form. Yes, it's and, very and easy. Like it's you know, like Joe Rogan shared like a ton of them. He has a couple million followers mm-hmm. on Instagram, mm-hmm. and like just a bunch of celebrities are doing it now. Fucking even Trevor Noah made a joke about it to Hillary on the <laughs> Daily Show. Like Hillary and Chelsea came into the Daily Show. Sure, she loved that one. And he was like, "So how did you?" Um, you know, how did you kill Jeffrey Epstein, but you weren't able to put yourself into the <laughs> office of president? He said that? In, like, so little <laughs> words. But also, the way yes. he was, like, talking to her about it, like, he was giving her, like, a bouncing board to be like, oh, isn't this all so crazy? Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. It's like, no, definitely something happened. Stop trying no, to play this shit off. Definitely everyone in the audience knows that they're knows that you killed Epstein. We know you killed Epstein, Hillary. It may not have been Hillary, but like it was definitely someone definitely fucking murdered that dude. It probably wasn't. It probably wasn't. I'm sure Hillary didn't go in the cell and do it, but I would not be shocked if she had something to do with it. But that's like the thing. It's like the memes are something that's so like explaining a meme to like like a lot of people a lot of older people are just starting to kind of grasp the concept of it and like they're kind of like little mini political cartoons or like little like running jokes that everyone just hops on board and then you you know the entire world hops on board with a specific joke and then somebody eventually will make just like the best joke and all the good jokes are taken and then it just phases out and it's such a 
it's so different from the way things worked like 20 years ago where everything was so controlled and, and popular opinion was so controlled by mainstream media outlets that now the internet is keeping certain stories alive and certain things alive and people are still talking about Epstein long after the majority of mainstream outlets have kind of dropped the story. They just kind of swept it under the rug, just like, oh, yeah, it happened. People are going to think it's sketchy, but, like, in a week, we're just going to talk about so much other shit that people are going to have too much going on in their regular lives to, to care or remember. Like, I, I do that all the time. I'll just reflect back on, like, the big stories that were, like, all the biggest stories of, like, the past six months and how long ago the Brett Kavanaugh thing seems and how long ago the the MAGA cap kid at the fucking rally seems and it's just everything just fades so far into the background because there's so much shit all the time but the downside is the way that memes work is they get they get they get played out and so you're right it becomes it's become a joke now and it's going to get played out and by if by time they actually do attempt to do anything about it people are going to be so bored with the subject i feel like that it's not going to people aren't going to be as driven to push for it and that's i know we came to one of the biggest disagreements of all time on this podcast when I spoke about uh, Raid, the uh, Area 51, I thought it was a dud. You and John thought it was a, a success. But I think that the potential with the Epstein thing is is that it's just like, you know, people are going to talk about it and then it's not, nothing's going to fucking happen. When in reality, I really don't fucking think he killed himself. Oh, yeah, for sure. I really don't. But what's going to happen, dude? Nothing. And what I said I wasn't into conspiracy is I am still up on Jeffrey Epstein. That's like, that's just not even a conspiracy anymore. I don't think it's like, conspiracy. <laughs> I think it's very sketch. I think it's very sketch. The problem is, is that if as many people as they say are entangled in this web of whatever the fuck he was doing, um, those are also the people in power of the legal system and everything like that. And if they kill Jeffrey Epstein, you best believe that whoever the attorney that prosecutes him or the judge on the case or whatever's going on, there's going to be a lot of shit going on behind the scenes. I'm sure a lot of people are probably scared that if they oh, yeah. dig it back up, Dude, they his might job be was to get blackmail on the most important people in the world. And then he mysteriously commits suicide after like his jail cellmate like a week before tried to strangle him mm -hmm. and they destroyed his phone that he had in there illegally before anyone could look at it. Yeah. Like, yeah, he tried to kill himself. <laughs> 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 so, that's unfortunate. That's not gonna fucking happen. Or anything. Fuck, one second. I had another topic. Oh! Lay it all be, dude. Um... A guy who went to our high school invited me to this party on Sunday, which I didn't go to because, A, I had to play at the horse later, and, B, it was the fucking Ravens game, and it's like, come on, dude. You're throwing a party during, like, the biggest fucking Sunday night Ravens game. And it was already weird because I don't really talk to him like that. Like, mm -hmm. I, I maybe see him around, like, once or once a year. So when he Facebook messaged me this invite, I assumed that there was something up. And uh, I actually wound up going to down to Fed Hill on the very rare occasion that I go to Fed Hill. But I, I, I like have never really hung out too much down there because it really yeah. is. I've always kind of perceived it as kind of like the Towson of downtown. Did and you uh, meet up with Mahedi down there? 
I didn't actually. I I did wind up running into the Eichholzes though, which is really cool. We were chilling with them the whole time. Went down with Lucas, and then we Dom met up with us. But dude, Fed Hill is fucking insane on game day. Really? Like they have the purple patio at Mother's, and it's like just packed, and they have the TVs going. Everybody's watching the game. It really is a cool experience. Like it really is. As much as I always like to talk shit on Fed Hill. But like that is definitely the place to be during football season on game day. Like that was it was really it was a really fun time. And um, then I had to go to the horse to play, and Fells Point was just a ghost town, an absolute really? ghost town. There was nobody anywhere. Really? Yeah, there were several times during my gig that I just didn't play at all because there was nobody in there. Weird. It was wild. But I, it literally felt like the entire population of Baltimore was in Fed Hill on Sunday. That's insane. It was really cool. Uh, yeah, I was in your stomping. I was in uh, Fed Hill, your stomping grounds on Friday <laughs> for a, a video shoot. Fed or Fells? Fells. Oh, I was about to say, dude. Fed is um, not my stomping. <laughs> um, but we shot this uh, video for this. These people that are performing at Artscape, they have this like concert in a truck. Uh, thing they got going on. They like built out a stage and put a grand piano and like lights in the back of like a box truck, and they just get hired to drive it somewhere, set up shop, mm-hmm. and fucking play. And it was super cool. But uh, being in dope. being in Fells in the day, like I didn't even know we were in Fells Point until we got food after the video shoot. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. We're right here. Like, we were literally yeah. right at the end of, like, by, like, Soundgarden up the street a little bit in a parking lot mm. shooting. Yeah, and, no, like, I literally had no clue I was down there. <laughs> like, That's it awesome. was so crazy. It is. It's a very it looked different... weird, like, because yeah. I don't even know how we got there either. Like, but it makes sense now looking back at it because we're like, all right, we went through Harbor East and we're, like, trying to find parking. And, oh, here's a big mm-hmm. parking lot. But it, like, seeing it as like not knowing what it was it looked so strange to me because i was like this place is so nice like never been here before yeah what the fuck like it's so cool how come i've never been to this part of baltimore before and then literally a block down the road i'm like oh there's the horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude fells point is very much a sleeper cell i mean it's not a sleeper cell because everybody knows it's dope but it really is in my opinion the best part of baltimore in terms of just views and culture and the kind of intermingling of everything i like it it plays yeah. to my it plays to my uh fancies but i know it's not for everybody yeah but um i had um abby burger for the first time i down there too wonder if i i feel like i've had it it was, I a, it was like it. it was a good burger but like i don't know i don't i'm I, it's a burger dude a burger yeah like what i can get a do? burger from mcdonald's if yeah. i'm like really craving a burger yeah I don't need a fancy burger. Yeah, there's nothing fancy about a burger. Nothing just in fancy. general. And like when you try to make it fancy, you can't even eat it that well. Yeah. Like it was fucking it was a really good burger, but like geez, lay off the sauce. Mm-hmm. Fucking like stop piling everything so sky high. I have to use like a fork and a knife. Yeah. I didn't because I just like mushed it down. Yeah. But then like it looks like shit because it's all mushed down. Yeah, the bread gets all fucking soggy. Yeah, bread's it's all like soggy. Top. Shit's falling out of it. They like, give you a little tray to eat out of that the burger takes up like most of it yeah you're like how am i supposed to eat this over this now it's like grew two times in size since i picked it up yeah like, and it's not good it, yeah it's not even, it's not <laughs> like, like somehow it grew <laughs> it's not good date food either if you're going on a date it's like you want to get burger out of it, it's like you want both look like fucking cavemen in front of each other yeah for the first time we've ever met each other that's a great idea 
That being said, I've never taken a date to a hamburger. <laughs> 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 um, I feel like you're speaking from experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, I've made plenty of mistakes, and that's one of them. Um, I'm just a bad eater in general. There's very few foods that I am good at eating. And uh, sushi's one of them. Very good at sushi. I can do sushi. But anyway, so this dude that had invited me to the party after I said I couldn't go, the next day I get a long Facebook message from him explaining that his friend is running for the head of the education board in Baltimore City and like she had I think her name's like Rahila or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, she has two jobs and we don't want her to have to focus too much on fundraising and she's a great person and somebody is trying to oust her because of this, that, the other thing or whatever, some type of crazy thing. And um at the end he was like, Can we count on you for a hundred dollar donation to her campaign? And I was just like, no, no. So it was would, like a fundraiser party he invited yeah, you to. Yeah. Okay. And um, it was, I was, A, I was slightly flattered that he thought, thought you had an extra Yeah, bucks. thought that I just might have a, a hundred dollar bill burning a hole in my fucking pocket. Who needs this hundred dollars? Not me. I'm set in life. Who needs it? But then that was the only upside of it. But the downside of it was like, dude, first of all, not a good look to be one of those people who just reaches out to everyone, even people that you don't really like know that well and try to get something out of them, especially something out of them of that degree. I didn't like yeah. the I didn't like the the like proposed amount. Like even if they would have just ended it like can we can we get a donation? I'd have been like, you know, if it was something if if the message before it was like really convincing and it was really something I supported and like this, that, the other thing. Maybe yeah, I'll exactly. give you ten bucks or something. Yeah, you but know? don't give me the idea to give you a hundred bucks. Yeah, and I'm they're gonna be like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> then anything, anything less. If I'm like, "Dude, I can't do a hundred. I can do fifty, but I feel like I'm a cheapskate at that point." Yeah, I feel, yeah it's yeah. like, dude, don't do that to me. You yeah. know, it's just like it's just not it's just not couth, uncouth, uncouth, and um, I don't know. Just uh, the balls to have to to do that. I feel like that's a different type of person. I I. Dude, I could barely even reach out to people to get tickets to my shows when I was like when I played my first ever like technically ticketed show at Sidebar way way back. Yeah. I just got all the tickets and just like he said sell them for 10 and then you like you sell four and you can keep the rest of the money you make. And so I just figured like fuck it, I'll just give him 40 bucks for the four tickets. Yeah, and then just give them out. Yeah, and just give them out cuz I didn't have the the I didn't want to like annoy my friends who were also all like 19 and 20 at the time to have to pay 10 bucks to go see me play. I was like, "Fuck it. I'll just tell people to come out, give them tickets, whatever." Yeah. And like that's for that's for something $10 amongst close friends. But you're talking about somebody with the balls to reach out to somebody that like you kind of have a friendly relationship with, but nothing more than that and then asking for $100 to something that I don't even give a fuck about. Yeah. And using like the whole like she worked so hard and this it's like I don't fucking care. I work hard. I'm not asking you to give me a hundred bucks. Like I could use a hundred bucks too, dude. Yeah. You know? If I could skip a gig every now and then, I have a lot more time to focus on other shit. Not that I don't already have a bunch of free time, but like that's not my fault. You can't focus during it though. Yeah, you I can't need that hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If dude. I had a hundred bucks, I would be able to focus. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just um it was very very weird. Very weird. Interesting. Definitely, definitely, like, I think next time I see him, I'm going to bring it up and just be like, (laughs) 
not in like a mean way, but just be like yeah, kind of yeah. like a joking way. Like, really, dude, I still haven't replied to it. I'm wondering what I should say. Mm. I at first, my first initial idea was just to say no, <laughs> or or maybe even something like LOL and just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I still haven't replied. This was like two days ago, so Oof. I'll probably say something like, "Sorry, dude, can't can't hack it." Wherever I don't fucking know. Yeah. Be nice, but still, like, Sorry, please dude, don't ask I'm in me for more. Greece, and I don't know the exchange rate <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> Remind me in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know. I guess that's part of being an adult. Again, cool that he thought maybe I did have a hundred bucks. But if he was reaching out to me, <laughs> he must reach out to fucking everybody, dude. Yeah. Do I know this person? Yeah. They yeah. did not reach out to me. He shares your name, first name, actually. Oh. Wait, what? He share. He's he has your first name, Asian. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Good guy. I like. He's him. a good guy. I like and like, he's doing a lot of good guy stuff right now. Yeah. So I think he was probably just in that. He assumed I was a good guy. Yeah. And yeah. that was his major <laughs> mistake. <laughs> that was his big downfall. Was relying on me to be a good person. <laughs> oh man. I don't know, but I've donated. I've donated, dude. Remember that time on the podcast? We after we made a very insensitive Hurricane Harvey joke. And we both pledged to donate ten dollars to Hurricane Harvey yeah. funds. I actually did. Yeah, I actually did. I remember th- a week later. I remember that we said that, and I was like, "I got to do that." I said that I would. And um, yeah, ten bucks, dude. Yeah, I'm sure that went to somebody. Somebody got a fucking po' boy out of it or something. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, got some paper towels. I actually did the Lord's work, and I went down there and threw paper towels out. Yeah, the you actually—you <laughs> did the Lord's work. Look at pulled women out of rivers, <laughs> dried them off with paper towels. <laughs> I threw out life rafts, but I didn't blow them up first. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pull, even pull them in; they nah, just, just yeah, yeah. were on the life raft floating down the river. More, <laughs> I didn't bring rope. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know I'd need that. I thought I was just gonna give this stuff to you guys. <laughs> I didn't know there was work involved. <laughs> oh, dude, I talked to you a little bit about this after the cast, but I uh, real ID? No, 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 no. I did. Oh, get, you already got that. I did get blue chew, guys. Everybody oh, listening yeah. to the podcast. Oh my, my bro- God, let me see this. My brother and I both oh. decided <laughs> because my brother and I both have this thing where like. You know, look, and I think this affects a lot of dudes, and I think it really affects any there dude. two of them in here? I think there's just one. Okay, but, just um, one, yeah. Oh, wait, no. It might, maybe it's one and it's crushed up because it was in your wallet. Yeah, that could be it. Which is, I'm, yeah, I keep one in my wallet, one in my car, and four in my dresser. <laughs> just so I'm never without, <laughs> never without this in a pinch. Have but, you um, used one of these yet? No, that's what I was getting to. Is, um, well, first of all, so basically... Uh, you know, if it's the first time you're hooking up with a girl, especially if you're drinking, a lot of times I'll get in my head and stuff like that. Yeah, I think like we that. talked about this on the Ricky cast, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And so my brother and I are both like, you know, it happens to both of us. I was like, well, fuck it, dude. Might as well just get these. And our neighbor Lucas swears by him for some reason. <laughs> Not Blue Chew specifically. He like takes like gas station dick pills. And um, <laughs> he told me, he was like, the Jinx first thing he said, the first thing he said. <laughs> vitality. Yeah. The fucking one with Ryu fucking Chun-Li. Hell yeah. Um. The first day I told him I got him, he was like, yeah, don't take those every day, dude. Trust me. And I was like, 
I wasn't planning on taking these every day. Holy shit. He was like, yeah, I just took him to like work out and stuff. I was like, Jesus Christ, what? bro. He would just take dick pills because he was like, dude, it's like testosterone boost. Like, just get you fucking all dude. jacked up. And, to uh, that yeah. D song too many times. <laughs> but like, I, I just need these for like the first date. So I figured six of these gets me through six new chicks. Awesome. Um, but I was wondering, like, should I try one before I like put it into like game time? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't because I, don't I read this. I read the side effects, and it was like, it was like uh, all kinds of crazy shit, like heart attack, peeling of the skin. That one fucked me up. Swelling Ooh. of the mouth and eyes. But like, you know, it. Just, I feel like they have to list every possible thing that could ever possibly happen just to cover their ass. Yeah, like, obviously, obviously, these things probably most likely aren't going to happen. Hopefully. And um, but I was like, maybe I should take one when it's not in a like situation where I actually need it, so I can actually see how it affects me, like to see if maybe like I don't know if it's gonna make me super fucking angry. Like just to beat off, or I don't even know about be. I'm sure I will beat off if I'm on fucking <laughs> thirty milligrams of fucking Viagra, but like I'm sure I will. Because I've heard other podcasts like who are sponsored by Blue Chew. By the way, Blue Chew, if you want to sponsor us, hit us up. Please do, dude. I could use the next month free. Um, but uh, what they were saying was you take it, and then when you do get a boner, I guess it is whatever the effects are. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, like, you don't take it, and then it just gives you a boner. Yeah, that's what I imagine. And I think there's different types. That, so, like, basically, if you go to Bluetooth, by the way, I'll just promo because I'm, I'm about to use it, and I'll let you guys know how it is. I'll let you know how I fare with it. But I used uh, the Gavin McInnes promo code, promo code Gavin, when you go on to Bluetooth.com, get you your first month free. Hold up. If we, ever, if we ever get sponsored, we got to take that out and put ours in. Yeah, we'll take it out. So let me just say promo code LFTS. LFTS. So then we can split that in later <laughs> <laughs> if we can get enough people to just start entering promo code lfts they might consider it yeah they'll be like, what the fuck is this <laughs> but um there's two there's two blends of it i don't know what the terminology is there's two chemical types of it that you can order you can either order what they call tagalophil or whatever and then there's like sildenafil and one of them is because i think the public patent on viagra and cialis ran out and those were like the two different types of those drugs so like viagra is like a quick hitting like short lasting not short lasting but compared to cialis one Mm -hmm. like that's like you get six hours cialis is that's for like you know people like us cialis is more for like old dudes who like they just take one every day that way if at any point during the day sex arises they don't fucking drop the ball you know so it lasts like 24 hours but obviously, I was like, well, I don't need that. I just need, like, the fucking thing. But that's what makes me wonder. I feel like Viagra is the one that just gives you the, just a fucking boner. Maybe. It's yeah. not. I feel like Cialis is the one that it's like, when it is time, you'll get a boner. I feel like Viagra is just like, dude, you're just going to be fucking fully torqued this entire date. <laughs> you wanted this, didn't you? <laughs> you wanted this, this boner you all day? <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. But I really do think, like, I mean, look. I'm a big trial run guy, dude. I don't like I don't like just winging it. I do wind up winging it because I'm extremely unprepared. You're a scientist. Yeah, I'm a scientist. And so I had jerked off into condoms plenty of times before I had ever used a condom on a girl. Maybe one or two times. I'd found a condom. I was like, well, I wonder what this feels like. Is this what sex feels like? Who fucking knows? And then I realized, damn, sex with a condom sucks. But I tried it at least. So I think <laughs> I think um I think that I might just wind up popping one of these. Maybe right now. 
I'm not gonna pop one right now. Maybe later. <laughs> and just see what the fuck happens. See if my fucking happens. face starts peeling off, I'll know. Okay, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I won't take this on a date. I want to be on a fucking date with my eyes popping out. Of my fucking head. What's yeah. wrong? Your mouth swelling. I think there was up. something in the Bloody Mary. <laughs> I don't know. Think someone <laughs> you're <dosed> fully <laughs> torqued, <laughs> and your left eye fell out. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> this ruined my first date, dude. <laughs> Somehow, still got laid, thanks to Blue Chew. <laughs> Thank you, Blue Chew. <laughs> Thank you, Blue Chew. I'm now blind in one side of my face. But Talking great. about products that don't fuck you up. Manscaped. Manscaped. The, what, the, pre- the pre- peanut butter to uh, Blue Chew's jelly. The combination of a fully torqued boner in your time of need That's while what, also you know. being... Nicely That's what the groomed. founding fathers envisioned. <laughs> that is, that is the first and second amendment of your fucking <laughs> dick constitution: <laughs> right to bear arms, <laughs> freedom of speech, <laughs> right to bear arms, freedom of speech. Obviously, is the grooming part. The grooming that is the freedom to express yourself, express, express yourself your any dick, way you want. however you want. And then the Manscaped second amendment is precision tools for your family jewels. You're gonna have them looking nice. They're gonna be looking you great. You could use the lawnmower, make a nice little bald eagle on <laughs> your little Johnson. You yes. could uh, <laughs> use the plow, and you know just bear witness to the whole package oh, below. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then second amendment obviously is blue chew right to bear blue arms. Ju- right to bear arms. Right to be fully. Right to bear baby arms. <laughs> 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 right to fucking have the ammunition to do what you got to do once you've expressed yourself with manscape. Um, they also have ball wipes, which I've used a couple times. I gave them to all the boys at the band last time I played at the point. We yeah. play better because our balls using, are pH uh, balanced. Yeah, I've been using the 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 body wash, the ball and body wash. Mm-hmm. I've been using that a lot. It's nice. really nice. Nice. It's really, really nice. Have you been, it gets uh, me nice and clean. Have you been cranking out the uh, ball deodorant? I have not used that yet. Dude. And now it's packed up and I don't know where it is. I think you need to use that because, I, not that I'm saying your balls <laughs> Dude, you need smell. to use Dude, I smell. think you, of all people, need to use ball dude, deodorant. Dude, I told them to send you two of those so you use that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I gave you mine, dude. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but that one's good, man. I, I, I again, I, I, since we got the manscape thing, I haven't had a chance to uh, unleash it, uh, unfortunately. But I assume whoever plays witness to the first time I reveal my balls, they will. Since be we've been endorsed, they will be impressed. My balls will smell great. They'll look great, and it'll be a perfect That's compliment battle, to man. my exploding dick. Thanks to Blue. <laughs> 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 to my peeling dick. <laughs> oh my god! Did you cut yourself shaving? No, I used manscape. But the blue chew does have side effects. Blue chew will <laughs> nip your sack. That which manscape does not. <laughs> but manscaped, uh, use promo code LFTS on checkout. That's our promo code to get twenty percent off and free shipping on any order. Manscape.com promo code LFTS. Blue chew, hit us up. Bluetooth, please hit us up, dude. Hit us up, dude. It. We need those pills. Well, Jimmy needs those pills. I need those pills. I dude. might try one. I'm gonna give you one, dude. If you me. don't try it, you're a bitch, bro. You gotta try <laughs> it. You always gotta try it, dude. I gotta try it when I have my own apartment again. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not taking a blue chew on my brother's air mattress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pop a hole in it, bro. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. Yeah, you give me the wrong formula, dude. <laughs> I don't test run it. <laughs> the only, the only uh, semi-awkward part of the whole situation um, is that in certain states you're required to do a video consultation before they approve your, you know, approve your order. And so I had to have like a 30 minute or 30 second conversation with a, a older woman doctor via video chat. And then prove that you couldn't get hard. <laughs> She's like, hey, let me see your dick. I was like, ma'am, you are a 70, so I don't know if this is the best way to test this out. But uh, I, I thought it would be way more awkward than it was. I was like kind of dreading it all day. I was like, god damn it. You know, if I got to do a video console, I don't even want to go through with it. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it. You open up the video, and it's just a bunch of girls laughing at the screen. <laughs> 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 they see how long it takes you to shut it off. And if you, do, if you last over a minute, of those girls laughing at you, they'll send you blue chew for free. <laughs> That's actually true, guys. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Other news? Let's see. We're not a big sports talk. Yeah, podcast. we're not. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the we Ravens haven't been beat watching the, pa- the news and shit. Ravens beat the Patriots. That's that was important. pretty big. That's huge. I was very pissed off that, did, that we didn't wear all black. One of my big qualms with the Ravens this year is that I think we're getting a little too I think we're getting a little too creative with the uniforms. I'm not super a big fan of the uniforms. Now, that being said, I've never been a big fan of change just in general. I'm not one of those <laughs> people. And so, when the Ravens made their first big leap from like our home uni- our away uniforms being the all white, like white pants, white jersey and our home yeah. was the purple jersey, white pants. Um, and then we switched to white jersey with the black pants. I didn't like that at first. And then I actually grew to really dig it. I thought it looked cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but I and that but we would always have those black pants because we would do those like blackout games, night games where we wear the black jersey, black pants, and we looked fucking sick, dude. Like so fucking dope with those uniforms. But I think we don't have the black pants anymore because lately our home, our away uniform has been white jersey, purple pants, and I feel like it's just like I feel like we look a little too much like the Vikings, and I I, I just like I feel like. I like the darker color scheme for Ravens. I don't like the bright purple shit. You know, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't think we have the black pants anymore in the uniform arsenal. So when it, the night game came, we wore black jersey, white pants. And I was like, Ooh, that after Labor Day, dude? I know, dude. Come in on. bad taste. Taboo. In bad taste. And um, this is was- a style podcast now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Got my new fake leather fucking red jacket, dude. I just the Ravens are wearing white after Labor Day. I All know, things don't. up and down, going just, crazy, just looking wild. I just um, but we did fuck them up. Like we we really went out there and fucking rocked it out. It was such a cool experience being down in the heart of it all, watching the game for the part that I did get to watch Fred to play. But um, yeah, dude, we got to bring back the all black uniform, dude. That's my only thing I'll say about about sports in general. Ravens need to get the all black uniform. We need to go back to the black pants. Fuck the purple pants. We get it. We're purple. We get it. We're purple. Get the fucking black pants. Yeah, that's it. Other than that, I think we're a really good fucking team this year. I've been hearing great things. People are excited. Everyone's talking about that Lamar Jackson boy. He is the man, and he's not getting the love. He's not getting the love that he deserves. Everybody's all over Patrick Mahomes. Well, people are like, uh, you know, I keep hearing, because, like, when we have morning shoots, Joey will have, like, the news radio for, like, sports on the fan on. 
and like he hates them, but he'll like hate listen to them to see what bullshit yeah. they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Hate listen. And they're just going off about. I think we were listening yesterday. They're like, Lamar Jackson's good, but what would happen if Joe Flacco never got injured? He'd never go in. We'd never know if he was good or not. Blah blah blah. blah. And yeah. people are calling in like, boo, boo this man. Get yeah. him off the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing when it comes to that whole situation is I don't the only thing I don't like about the the Lamar Jackson uh, phenomenon is the amount of disrespect that in turn went against Joe Flacco. And look, I've always been a proprietor of the idea. I was never a big fan of Joe Flacco in his attitude and mentality. He didn't he didn't seem as passionate as a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers type guy. He really did kind of play the game like he was he was like a workhorse. He just kind of clocked in. Like yeah. we clock into work and he didn't like you know, he just never he never was like the team leader that I would want out of a quarterback. Ray Lewis always played that role, Ed yeah. Reed, those guys. And um but that being said, he was to date the best quarterback in franchise history, in Ravens history. I mean, he we went to the playoffs the first six years he came on the team. We won a Super Bowl with him. And the his last season he kinda like flanked out and got injured and then we brought in Lamar. Yeah, and but also every- like people fucking age. Like he's not the same guy. It was Yeah, he's not the ago. same guy, but like, also we got probably like the best years of his career out of him. Exactly. And that's why I don't like when people are like Lamar's way better than Flacco. Flacco fucking sucks. Good riddance. And then, like, all these people, like, because he went to Denver and he just got injured in Denver and now he's out for the season. And all the Baltimore fans I see all over Twitter and Facebook and stuff are like, yeah, well, good riddance, blah, blah, blah. Who needs him anymore? But it's like, dude, why are you, why that, when people say Baltimore fans are some of the most annoying fans in sports, I can honestly agree with that. I think that we really are kind of fair weather fans in a lot of ways, and a lot of it isn't our fault when it comes to the Orioles because the Orioles did go 16 straight fucking years without having a winning season. Yeah, and then you know we were semi good or we were pretty good earlier in the decade. We went to the we went to the AL championship in 2014 or 15, I believe, and um, and then now we became the worst team in majors again. But like, we really are that kind of people, that kind of fan base. It's like, how are you going to disrespect? a guy like Joe Flacco and say like, fuck him, screw him, good riddance. When it's like, that guy did more for us as a quarterback than any other quarterback in our team history. Like, why can't you at least just be like respectful and just be like, we wish him the best in his continued career. He's obviously not the best fit for us anymore. We now have a new quarterback who we're totally behind. But best of luck, best wishes to Joe Flacco. Like that would seem so much more appropriate. And we don't do that. That's not the kind of fan base we are, unfortunately. Yeah, and I mean, we may just be more attuned to that because we're in Baltimore, but I'm sure other fan bases are fucking shitty. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's just them wanting to like the team that's in their town. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. As soon as someone's out, they're, mm-hmm. like, excommunicated. Yeah, exactly. Especially, like, it's going to suck, too, probably, like, if Lamar becomes, like, this new crazy, you know, up-and-comer to be, like, the champ. Yeah. Which, like, everyone thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Um. You don't think a bigger team's gonna come in and try to scoop him out? Well, and if yeah. they give him enough money, he, you know, he's not even from Baltimore; he's from Florida. So, like, yeah, fucking someone comes in, like, you know, is he gonna stay with Baltimore? Like, are people gonna turn on him as quick as Flacco? Like, well, I, I, uh, based off of history, I'd say they probably will. Um, yeah. However, the one upside of the NFL versus baseball, and I, I believe the NBA and other professional sports is the NFL does a pretty good job. They have a salary cap. 
Um, and the salary cap does a good job of making sure that no team, no matter how big their market is, is able to just pay out so much more money than another team to get the best players every year. So that, like, basically what happens in baseball with the Orioles is, you know, we get a guy like Manny Machado. We groomed him all the way up through our farm system from the fucking Ironbirds up, plays for the Orioles as our third baseman, becomes an all-star, best third baseman in the league, and then the second he's up for contract, he gets picked up by the Dodgers, and now he's playing for somebody else, and it's like, we, you yeah. know, because the Dodgers can pay him. They mm-hmm. actually, they you know, the Orioles can't afford to pay somebody who's asking for the most money in the league. Um, the Ravens can because there's settings on how much you can pay out. So a, a big market team like the Giants or the Cowboys or the Patriots aren't just going to be able to sweep down like the Red Sox could and just take our franchise quarterback. Yeah. They also have what's called franchise tagging, which means that you you can, if you agree to, f- I don't know exactly how it works, but that if you franchise a player, you can like basically pay them, you get like a right to pay them less, but it's like a weird, weird thing, but like I don't, I don't think that it's going to be an issue of Lamar Jackson getting taken taken away from us via pay. I think the biggest uh, potential issue with Lamar, and a lot of people have been saying, and it's almost cliche to this point, but normally when you see a quarterback who's very mobile and and is and is running and and getting hit every play and and like really exerting himself every play. It's almost an inevitability that he's going to either be injured badly to the point where he's not going to be able to return or that when he does return, it's not going to be the same, or he's just going to get worn out far quicker than a quarterback who plays a more traditional pocket role. And so the question is how, like, he is a phenomenal athlete and he's a phenomenal quarterback. It's not just his speed and quickness, but he is a good quarterback. But, like, the question is how long can that last? Because if you look throughout history, the majority of quarterbacks – historically have not lasted very long or at least had very volatile careers where they're injured every six games and then you don't know if you sign them how long they're going to last before you have to put in your backup and it's all kinds of crazy shit like that but for the time being he is a great fit for us the fan (laughs) the fan (laughs) 105.7 the fan Joey's fucking hate listening to this right now (laughs) so wrong (laughs) oh man yeah, we were we were gonna cast last night, but uh, you had band practice. I had a music video shoot all day. It, it just wasn't working. Oh, it, it didn't work, work out. Couldn't you gotta work be in out. A, you gotta be in a sound state of mind. I was feeling good, good today, dude. Yeah, dude, we got some nice coffees in us. We came, we ran through this cast. Easy money. Fucking even got a little sports corner in. <laughs> that's that's a rare sight. Hell yeah! Dude. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um. I don't know. How long have we been doing? Oh, we're good. We're about an hour right now. Let's do a little plugs. Maybe watch a little new episode of South Park. Yes. uh, Shouts uh, out real quick to Port Santos Coffee. Um, Oh, for sure. I just had a chance to reach out to him and let him know that we did taste the coffee. We talked about it on the last podcast. But uh, this podcast, we're going to have a link for you in our bio where you can go and order some. It's really good. It's based in San Francisco. He yeah, I think us, we got the Red Giant. Yeah, some Ethiopian blend we put in the French it's press. Pretty it was good. good. Yeah, pretty freaking good. good. It was good. I had it again uh, a day or so later for, you know, in the morning nice. when I woke up. It was great. Nice. Yeah, look, I'm no coffee expert, uh, and really neither is Eric based off no, the conversation sure. we started this podcast on. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. If you like coffee, get that. Go through our bio. It helps us, helps you, and helps them. Yeah, stay caffeinated, my what friends. More you need? 
I think that's their yeah. <laughs> saying. Uh, other than that. Other than that, November 13th at uh, The Crown. So next Wednesday. Uh, we're recording this on the 6th. So Wednesday the 13th at The Crown is Hot Secret. It's going to be a mashup of my top secret show and the other show I co-host, Hot Set. Um and that's all I feel like looking at right now. Nice, nice. Um, guys, this weekend, it is the second Friday of the month, which means that I will be at the point in Towson with John Burkhart and Joe Niehaus, the sophomore boys. Uh, we'll be there from 9 to 1. It's always a great time. I recommend if you're around the area, definitely pop through. It's free. We play there 9 to 1, full band, electric guitar. Uh, a lot of our friends show up, and it's always fun. Um, other than that, I will be just like every Sunday, last Sunday, next Sunday, and uh, indefinitely for the remaining amount of time in the universe, I will be at the horse you came in on in Fells Point from 10 to close. That's every Sunday night at the horse, 10 to close. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Jimmy Selesky on everything. S-O-L-E-S-K-Y. Like this guy. Hell yeah. Eric Glazer on everything. LFTS podcast on everything. Check us out. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, you fucking name it. We got it. Um, catch you guys next week. Peace.